Hello and welcome to this episode of the Perceptive Photographer Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about a few simple acts to change your approach to your photography. I am your host, Daniel Gregory. This is episode 416 of our little podcast here at the Perceptive Photographer. I hope that you are experiencing whatever you're experiencing this week to the fullest. So even if you're having a good week or a bad week, no matter what kind you're having, I hope that you are appreciating the fact that life has ebbs and flows, ups and downs, and we should appreciate all of those moments if we're truly present to them which sort of touches on our theme today, which we'll get to in a second. But as a quick reminder, if you're interested in getting your arms wrapped around a little bit more of how to approach printing, how to make sure you've got the right paper, printer settings, printer options, the weekend of April 1st and April 8th on the Saturday from 11 to 2 Pacific time, I'll be hosting an online printing workshop. And you can get all the details up at my website, danieljgregory.com, under workshops and education. You'll find a link there for the online printing class. I've got just a few spots left, so you want to jump on that if you can, or if you're so inclined to learn a little bit more about printing. Okay, this week we're going to talk about a couple of simple acts that I think can really make a difference on your, a deeper understanding of your work, a different approach to sort of how you experience your photography. One of them, which is a little bit of a pacing game behind the camera, and you you need to kind of give yourself a little more freedom of time if you're going to do this exercise. But this is born out of Basic Meditation 101. And if you've never done any meditation, one of the interesting things about meditation is it's not about clearing your mind. It's not about sitting there and not experiencing anything. It's about becoming truly present to the moment and focusing on normally your breathing. And what you're attempting to do is let emotions, thoughts, and feelings come into your mind and then letting them go. And so rather than getting stuck in a state of worrying about the future, regretting the past, anger, some kind of emotion that latches on that we just can't seem to let go of, the idea is that we learn to be truly present in the moment, thus releasing us from those burdens of things in the future we can't control and things in the past that we can't change. Now, there's a lot of other approaches and concepts to meditation. But at the core, it's about, can I get present? Can I get myself in a state of sort of heightened awareness of what I'm experiencing in this exact moment? And so one of the ways that we can do that in meditation is by focusing on a breathing practice. And we focus on the experience of experiencing our breath. So to do that, what you would do is basically through your nose, you would breathe in for about four or five seconds Hold it for five, six seconds, and then slowly exhale through your mouth for, let's say, five to eight seconds. And then you would repeat that over and over again. You'd be thinking to yourself, breathe in, breathe out. You would kind of repeat that over and over again as a part of your meditation practice to get yourself centered and grounded. We're going to pull that process, that breathing concept out of just the meditation and drop it into our photography to make our photography, in many ways, a much more meditative practice, but we're going to throw a little brain power in on there. So we're not quite exactly meditating, but we're going to throw a little, little, little extra layer on this as we approach our photography. So the first thing you're going to do is when you find your spot that you want to photograph, when you find the thing you want to photograph, what you want to do is sit down or stand there and take in that first deep breath, hold it and release it and repeat that twice. So it's a breathe in, hold, breathe out, breathe in, hold, breathe out. And then at that point, ask yourself, what are you seeing? 
Not what are you looking at, but what are you seeing? What is the thing that has grabbed your attention, that's grabbed the hold on you to think that this is the photograph I want to make? What is it in the line, form, shape, structure, gesture, all the different elements that we would think about that create the composition? What is it that we're seeing? Then, before you click the shutter, again, breath in, hold, breath out. Breath in, hold, breath out. Recenter yourself, kind of reconnect with the moment. Then ask yourself, what are you feeling in this moment? As you now see the thing that matters to you to photograph, what are you feeling about that? What is the emotion that comes up for you? And again, we're not trying to get stuck in the emotion. We're not necessarily trying to identify the exact emotion. But we're trying to get connected in a much more meaningful way to that on the other side of the camera lens. Then again, one last time. Breathe in, hold, breathe out. Breathe in, hold, and breathe out. Again, holding that about four seconds on the end, five to six seconds hold, six seconds, eight seconds on the exhale. And then ask yourself one last question. Does what I am seeing in the viewfinder reflect what I am seeing and what I'm feeling? And if it doesn't, what would you need to do to change that composition, to change that frame so that it more closely aligned to that experience? By giving ourselves a micro meditation and by allowing ourselves to think about a couple of key concepts about the frame, we move from a much more haphazard approach to the photography where we are in a more instinctual reaction to, oh, that's interesting, to a much more intentional purpose behind the camera type of photography. And even if you're doing something that has a lot of action and movement to it and you're worried about missing the shot, getting there ahead of time and getting yourself prepared to this is where I'm going to stand. This is the action I'm looking for. This is the experience I'm looking for. But to get yourself grounded in that moment, to be connected to that moment, even if it's in anticipation of a dance or a sporting event or a moment at a wedding, whatever it is, we're still in a much more present state of mind by allowing ourselves to connect in that moment. And that's the point of that breathing. We can't just walk up to the scene and say, well, what am I seeing? Because now we're thinking about, am I seeing the right thing? Am I going to get the right photograph? We're all outside the present moment. So that idea of connecting to our breath, of connecting to bringing us more in line with where am I at this exact second? And I know for me, if I work this in my practice, if I engage with this process in a very simple way in my practice, this isn't a long meditation. This isn't sitting out in the forest for two hours which is also an incredibly valuable exercise. <laughs> the sit for an hour and make a photograph is an interesting meditative approach as well. But in this micro you know, compression of this experience, just those couple of deep breaths allow us to get more attuned to what really matters to us when we're thinking about the photography. Okay, a couple other things to consider for allowing us to Again, connect to the photography, connect to the images we're making in a more interesting way, and in a more sort of contemplative way. One of which is to kick your camera out of focus. So a lot of us rely on autofocus. I know I rely on it a lot because of I'm, well, lazy or can't focus well or just don't want to do it manually, whatever it is. But to kick that camera out of focus and then start to slowly 
bring that camera back, that, that image back into a reasonable level of focus. At what point, and this is the important part, kick it out of focus, again, a couple of breaths, get yourself present, and then slowly roll that camera back towards focus. And at what point does it feel like that image is clear? Not that the image is in focus, and this is an important distinction, that when do we feel like the sense of seeing, the sense of feeling, the sense of expression that we're trying to make, when does that become clear to us? Is it when the image is completely sharp? Is it when everything's in focus? Or is it when that's sort of blurry, when it's out of focus, when it's got a more moody element to it? At what point do we engage with the experience we're having of the camera? Not the technical aspect of I got it in focus. I got it right, so to speak. I got it correct, so to speak. And if you could see, I was putting air quotes around both of those if we were doing a video cast. Couldn't help it. Right and correct needed air quotes. As we work through that experience, it creates a different sensation in us when we start to realize that clarity and clearness of thought aren't necessarily tied to sharpness and focus. And the last exercise comes out of my large format experience. And I think anybody who's ever shot a large format camera will tell you this is a pretty awesome experience in terms of understanding form, light, shape, color, frame, and composition. When you work with a large format camera, when you look at the ground glass at the back of the camera, which is the thing you focus on, the image is upside down and backwards. So when you look at it, a portrait, the person is behind the viewfinder, behind the ground glass, upside down and mirrored. And so that experience completely shifts how you're going to necessarily think about composition because you're looking at now a abstracted world. And so one of the other small acts you could do that will fundamentally shift how you think about working your images is inside of whatever software you use, Lightroom, Photoshop, On One, Capture One, DxO, whatever you use, flip that image upside down and mirror it. So do a horizontal flip on it. So the image will then be upside down and backwards. And then look at the image closely look at the image, start to experience what does it look like? What does the frame feel like? How is light? How is form? How is shape? How are all those things when they're in a much more abstract state? Do you recognize and see things in the frame that you didn't notice before? Do you recognize good things and things to improve upon? Maybe there's a negative thing you see and it just sticks out to you over and over again, or maybe there's more positive things. But seeing it in that upside down and inverted world is a really interesting experience. And the last little piece of that is, and I wouldn't do this for all my photographs, but it is definitely worth going and trying to edit some of your photographs in that upside down in mirrored state as best you can, and then flip them back and see, is that the same edit you would have made if you were looking at it as a standard capture where everything is right side up and correctly uh, mirrored? Because a lot of times when we work in this inverted backwards world, we edit a little bit different. We see things a little differently. We emphasize certain lines, certain light. We may dodge and burn or lighten and darken or change saturation in a way we wouldn't have considered when we are looking at the proper image. Again, proper in air quotes. We see the world a little bit different. We experience it a little bit different. And that is one of the benefits of a small, simple act. It can fundamentally change our photography. So 
if you recognize some small thing you could do, even if it's making sure your batteries are charged when you go out, but simple acts, small acts can make a huge difference in how we create much more meaningful and experiential photography. So whether it's a micro meditation of a breathing exercise, if it's dealing with out of focus and clarity, or just mirroring to work like a large format camera for a little while, those little things, I think you'll be surprised at how much different they change how you see and experience your own photography. Hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast family. If you are interested in getting the podcast on a regular basis, just hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you listen on, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Google Play, or some other platform. Go ahead and connect with that. And also, if you like the podcast, a review up on any one of those platforms is great. That helps other people find the podcast, and I really would appreciate that. Again, have a wonderful week. Thanks for listening, and I will see you next time.